Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Hey, it's Napa Charlie with specials for the new year at your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Time for an oil change? Save up to 42% on Mobile One Extended Performance Full Synthetic Motor Oil. Now only $36.99 for five quarts. Change out those wiper blades for less with $15 off our Rain-X wiper blades. Up to $18 off on our Trico Ceramic Beam wiper blades. And get a $20 prepaid gift card when you buy a Napa Legend or AAA battery. Come see us for these and more money-saving specials at 1105 South Gloucester or 898 Harmony Lane. Napa, get up and go. Mississippi Sports Today is on your radio. Join the conversation on the text line at 331-2508, 331-2508. Now live from the Serve Pro Studio, here's today's edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Hey, hey, fry to the day, y'all, and welcome into the Serve Pro Studio for this morning's January 26th edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Good to have you along, and our Friday team is in place and ready. They just took a, a beautiful photo, and Brian, you're not going to believe who I sent the photo to. Who's that? Our buddy Wesley Walls. Oh. Um, may have heard of him. He's probably jealous. College Football Hall of Famer. Well, if he is, he's going to join us later in the hour mm. as part of our championship weekend coverage. Maybe, gentlemen, I submit to you the best weekend of the Season in, in terms of NFL, because you get two matchups and everything's on the line. Am I right? Cheddar Colmeyer back with us today, the president of Wisconsin. Yeah, you? good morning. Yeah, and I agree. There's a lot on the line. Uh, a lot of fun will be uh, had this uh, this weekend watching those you games. okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. All right. there... I want to tell you. Oh, yeah, I just, yeah. Let's Thank give it up you. for Chad. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, alongside head coach Ty Harden of the Tupelo Golden Wave, good to have you in. And I know you mean business coach when that hat's turned backwards. Well, so. I mean, Cheddar, I know I know how you feel, okay? You, you, you're coming in here, you know, you're being humble. Um, Packers should have won, but it is really what it is. should have. Yeah. Really, I mean, they did everything but win the game. Like you told me on the way in, I mean, what we – 98% of the game we yes. we had it. We just couldn't finish the deal. You can't overcome two INTs, but uh, yeah. or, or maybe we could have caught one of those okay. INTs. All right. Pick up your spirits. Okay. It's sorry, over. I'm sorry. All it's right. over, yeah. <laughs> i got to let it go. Yeah. I want to say I'm glad we extended Coach Ty's contract this year past football. Yeah. High school football. you got to keep him in the building. Yeah, keep him in the building. Right? You uh, can't let him go. That's right. Next thing we know, we'll hear him on another program. Be like, oh, man, yeah, coach. Yeah. <laughs> on coach, some network or something. Coach hits me up on Friday morning a little while ago. He said, we on? What did I say, Coach? I don't like neck bone. That's right. Like <laughs> Y'all might fire me during baseball season, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brian, Brian Rigby from Serve Pro is in uniform today. He's ready to uh, take on the conversation and uh, maybe clean our act up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this is actually oh. my first Serve Pro. It looks retro. Yeah. It's very cool. Uniform. Yeah. We used to look like gas station service service attendants. <laughs> Dude, Ty doesn't know what that means, though. Kind of they actually had people who would come up and pump the gas. Uh, yeah. okay. And clean your windshield. Yeah. I know. And clean your windshield. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, Rigby, that's classic. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we invite you to join us today on our Napa Auto Parts text line 331-2508. And say hello there. And our Napa store is wide open today, of course, in Harmony Lane. And they're on South Gloucester just around the corner. And we're going to hopefully return to Napa when we get back to uh, the season and whatnot. But good to have Coach Rigby, Coach Ty, and President Cheddar on with us today. We are going to have Wesley a little later. Mm. And we're going to do a listener poll today because I said this is a big Sunday at my house because we are doing a sort of a dress rehearsal on our Super Bowl food. Oh, it's kind sweet. of love the thought process right? there. I and like this that. Is, this, this, the reason this is better, we've talked about this before, guys. You don't have all the hype and pomp and circumstance, yeah. and you got two games. Yeah, you don't have a four-hour pregame show. I mean, yeah, it, it, it you got more to bet on, right, Butte? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has everybody seen that? That is. This may be the dumbest human on the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know him personally, but based on Brian, explain in case the folks haven't heard. Well, Keishon Butte was Butte. arrested this week on charges uh, of. 
alleged illegal online gambling. He placed nearly 9,000 illegal wagers. How many? 9,000. Since September the 22nd, um, it goes on to <laughs> the, the warrant talks about uh, um, alleged betting against how many touchdowns he would yeah. have against Florida State, how many yards he would have. Uh, the most amazing thing, I think, in um, total, he wagered just shy of four hundred fifty-one thousand and won three hundred eighty-five thousand for sixty-five thousand a loss. And then in twenty twenty-three, he wagered one hundred eighty-six thousand and only won one hundred seventy. So he lost eighty-one thousand dollars and got arrested. He was using the accounts with a username Kayshawn Butte seven and Kayshawn Butte one. And using his mother's debit card. Isn't that unbelievable? Sprinkling with your mother's debit card. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a little. When will they learn? Man. Yeah, no doubt, Ty. And for some of the folks that don't re- quite remember, he's former LSU wide receiver. Yeah. But I can't believe he's betting on in the game in his game. So I mean, you're talking about, you know, oh hey, I do whatever. I gotta get another couple receptions, or I'm gonna yeah, yeah coach, I, throw I, me the ball. Yeah, yeah, I need the yeah. Feed me. Yes. <laughs> I'm, Early and often. I lost my bootay on this game. <laughs> there we go. Wow. Oh, man. man. That's breaking news. We have other breaking news from the coaching motorcycle that is, mm. of course, always uh, on the front page. Raheem Morris named the Falcons head coach. That was just announced a few hours ago. And as reported yesterday, um, oh, the uh, Panthers got uh, the Tampa Bay Corrales, right? It's his name. Yeah, the offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator from, from Tampa. Tampa. They yeah. did a great job of Baker Mayfield this year. Yeah. And so Carolina went a different route, and I thought they would. And where's Bill Belichick? Still? Belichick got beat out, didn't he, in, in Atlanta. He had that second interview, but. What do you think that is, Coach? Age? Age, maybe. Ageism? Maybe mm-hmm. what he expe- how he wants to run it. Okay. Um, right. I'm going to say it's going to be a conflict of GM and. Head coach. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. It, it is odd that you go with a guy that has been a head coach before mm. with Tampa Bay, three seasons, and um, his first season he only won four games. I think his last season um, he only – excuse me, his first season he won three games. His last season he won four. He lost ten straight to end their, their season. The only winning season he had was the – one sandwiched in between the the first and the thirty second year there. So, um, and a guy's coached on the offensive side of the ball. He's coached on the defensive side of the ball. So obviously, people like him on the staff, and they find a place for him to coach. Um, but it'd be interesting to see. I thought this was an interesting hire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the turnover in every level of football this year, player and coach, is the craziest ever. Seismic. It is it's unreal. Right? And the conspiracies going forward that folks are hearing are Absolutely. unreal. That's the only right. word, description I could give. Seismic. <clears throat> Seismology, of course, will is the study of earthquakes. Earthquakes. Say it a little bit louder. Ma- major shifts in the earth. <laughs> earth, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Earthquakes. Didn't get enough sleep last night. I'll, uh, I'm like, okay. You seem a little. Yeah, just a little uh, off, yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Man. I'm going to slam a Coca Cola yeah. or something. There we go. He probably didn't wake up thinking he's going to be asked what the definition of size <laughs> is. <laughs> okay, I know. Hey. <laughs> Let's go down to Mr. West and oh. his trivia for this morning. Speaking of educational, this will get you. Uh, Brock Purdy, the third, I didn't realize this, quarterback to lead his team to the conference t- uh, championship in his, what, first two years? That's right. The other two? Huh. I was, I was going to say Mahomes, but that's not it. Repeat the question. Alright, he's led his team to the conference championship. Three guys have done it. Uh, in, two, in his first two years. Marino? Mm, no. Nope. No. Had that one good year. Yeah. First year. Okay. Okay. One you'll never get. So, all right. So, if you think you know the answer, hit us up. Nap Auto Parts, text line 331-2508. You guys um, realize this is the weekend in North Mississippi. One of the best basketball weekends of the season. Why is that, Will? Got the old hotbed classic. The annual New Albany Kiwanis Hotbed Classic. Mm-hmm. Look at all those teams. I mean, there's 
and you know, year in and year out, they bring in some really top-notch uh, talent and some really good teams from other states. And this year, no different. Hot a couple from Alabama, right? D one coaches all over oh, the place, m- sprinkled some, everywhere. It's a madhouse. And it starts at eight thirty on Saturday morning there at the uh, New Albany. Mm-hmm. Myrtle and Walnut, and it goes all the way through the day to the last game at 9 o'clock schedule, but it never, never it'll probably tip about 1030 or whatever. A West Union and Holly Springs, but you got Ingemar's there, Amory's there, uh, so many local teams. South Pontotoc, of course, hosts New Albany, East Union, Thrasher, Biggersville, Potts Camp. There's a lot of local teams as well playing. And Will knows the mascots for every one of the schools he just mentioned, right? I'm sure he does. You want know, yeah. to quiz probably. him again? We try. Uh, so... I saw Penny Hardaway at the hotbed. Yeah. I saw, man, um, I believe I saw Rex Chapman there once. Yeah, that could be. I mean, it's like random dudes that you've seen all your life, and you'll look across the gym and go, that's Penny Hardaway. Where did Penny play high school? I forget. In Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Memphis. What was that? Uh, Uh, It wasn't Treadaway, was it? Yeah, it might be that. Okay. All right. And their mascot, of course, is coming. I do not know. Hey, I do not craziest know year. Coach said it about football, coaches, players, whatnot. I'm, I, I give it to you guys. It's the craziest year we've ever had. Weather, all these world events, all the political year mm. coming on, craziness. And, and sports world, forget about it, right? I'm going to give you another one. Let, let's add another layer to the crazy, if okay. you will. Did you guys hear about the lady in Pontiac? I believe she bought a candy bar, a Snickers. In Pontotoc, I believe the ladies in Saltella heard this on Super Talk News this morning. JT. Okay. She bites into the Snickers bar. Oh, no. Doesn't use a fork, oddly. Uh, <laughs> no? Not a big Seinfeld fan, right. I okay. Guess. okay, so she bites in this Snickers bar. Brian, she says something's going on. Spits it out. <coughs> takes the Snickers bar, the you know, the portion that she spit out, to the dentist. Odd. Yeah. Dennis says that's most likely a rodent's tooth or a portion of a rodent's tooth. She contacts the Mars Corporation. Found a rat tooth in my Snickers. You know what they did? Uh-uh. They sent her some coupons. Coupons? Yeah, coupons. For another Snickers? I guess. Coupons? I think she's looking for a payday yeah. at this point. Oh, ball. nice. <laughs> Love that. You're just quite witty. Sometimes you feel like a... Red tooth, sometimes you don't. Wow. You've got a million of them. If you buy it to a Snickers. I love, this. I love Snickers. That's my favorite candy bar. Uh, okay. Enjoy. If you buy it to a Snickers I'll bar and get a red about, tooth, call your mama. I'll be thinking about that next time. Then call Mama Justice. You ma- can you imagine? Yeah, that's probably going to be. I, I, that's, I mean, a nor- that's, that's a story got North Mississippi written all over it. Yeah. She's about <laughs> to be rich. Yeah. Woman in this. I'm not sure what the damages were other than a very, you know, gross experience for yeah. her. She had to work on the chain of custody of that rat tooth, though. <laughs> and the other is, I would, if I were her attorney, oh, I'd be like, this woman is now effective for meeting right. candy bars. She can never Absolutely. eat another candy bar, Your Honor, for the rest right. of her life. Might have rabies or something. Ten yeah. million. Yeah. All right. well, what was it, Kramer's attorney there on <laughs> Seinfeld? <laughs> had the coffee spilled on him? Oh. Uh, that was classic. Yep. Uh, his name was? Go. All right. All right. We told you about the coaches uh, uh, from the uh, NFL yesterday. We want to get Wesley Wall's take on the Carolina uh, coaching hire in particular, since, you know, he's in the ring of honor for that team. Yeah. Rebels, we talked about – David Dillard was in yesterday. That was priceless. It was so good that we've invited David back on a regular on Thursdays. Cool. Because – He did a nice job. Can, I mean, you're talking about a portal get? Yeah. David Dillard is that. And so he was telling us yesterday about these two old linemen from Washington. Starters for the best offensive line in the country, the Joe Moore winners. Incredible. And now, Brian, I wanted your reaction to that first. Well, that is a area of weakness, I think, uh, as far as depth is concerned, that that needs to be addressed for Ole Miss. Uh, you know, in the for for next year, I, they've addressed a lot of stuff on the defensive side of the ball. 
Um, lost a couple of those. They've gotten in the portal, lost them again. Um, so that, that side of the ball is not as strong as it once was maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. But offensively, the offensive line, doesn't matter who your quarterback is, who your wide receivers are, who your running back is, if you cannot protect them and you can't be like they were this year, you lose one. And then I think it was um, Mike uh, – um, his first name anyway offensive lineman went down and then they, they were very vulnerable on the off- offensive line so they need to have some some depth there coach he said this is almost a direct <clears throat> response to what georgia's doing well i mean it's you're always going to be able to get athletes you're always going to get up playmakers those are a dime a dozen but the investment up front is where it matters always will be every level of football that's where you got to invest most into anywhere, and it sounds like they've made a good investment because they're going to have athletes, playmakers at Ole Miss and mostly at other schools. And so uh, very smart, very calculated for them. Yeah, extremely smart. And, you know, it's almost like we're talking about with free agency, and it's obviously it's that way now in college football. But, you know, in the NFL, when you lose – uh, okay, if we, we, we're not going to re-sign that running back in the NFL, but we can pick up this, this, and this. Kind of like what they did. Uh, Ole Miss is using some of that, maybe that Juckins money, whatever, and then they're really solidifying uh, that team, especially, like you said, Ty, on the offensive line. And hey. it, it, it's an area that you can have on both sides of the ball right? that you can play a lot of people. I mean, so it's not about who's the starter – I mean, you get a lot of reps if you're, and that's what you want at an offensive and defensive line. You want eight guys, nine guys that are playing a lot of snaps to give those guys at rest. I just am almost taken aback because almost immediately when Jim Harbaugh made his announcement, then Sharon Moore was almost a, a given. And the media is really mm. perpetuating that. And I'm almost amazed that they're not out trying to get a Brian Kelly. Trying to get a – this is Michigan. Try, this seems emotional to me, just hiring more because, hey, we want it, and he's going to keep all our guys. Wouldn't it make sense? Maybe it's a good thing they got seven days to – like there's a lot of big-name coaches that have a lot more experience and, and resumes are better than his. I think, obviously, his success this year, you know, being the interim during the season is probably maybe hurt Michigan – in this search yep. with that it's like hey guys you better you better go and do it i don't know if they're looking at the perception side of it mm. and you know putting on the you know keep trying to st- keep tunnel vision and it's like look mm. no well, let's see what what's really out there so that might be what's hurt him um and he, heck if he, yeah. he's the coach he might be the right fit i don't know but like you said what other there might be some i don't know what other michigan men are out there that are the you know they they want they want those Michigan. They want a Michigan yeah. dude. And I heard the comment somebody else. It's very it was very insightful. Kirby Smart was never a head coach, and he's no. number, he's probably the top coach in the country right now. Uh, yeah. Dabo was not. Uh, I mean, you can go down a list of a lot of successful dudes. At, uh, you know, uh, down to through you know the coaching rank, even guys like Billy uh, from Oklahoma. Um, Venables? No. But but the point is, a lot of those dudes... I'm sorry. I'm off the rails today. I'm rubbing off on you. I'm excited about Wesley. (laughs) No, the point is, you don't necessarily have to be head coach and and take that role, do you? You have to start somewhere. I mean, every head coach was an assistant coach somewhere. They were a coordinator somewhere, and you you definitely want to... What fits your program and what's also going to be out of the box, too. Uh, You know, just... Like you said, it, it, it you knew Kirby was going to me. You knew Kirby was going to be successful uh, mm-hmm. when you brought brought him up. But um, you know, it, it it's Switzer. You, I'm you, thinking about Barry Switzer. Oh, there you well, go. And, and you yeah. and you think about these coaching hires. You weigh what's safe and what's risky. And I think this is more of a risk than it is yeah. safe. Yeah, true. Yeah. But what Ty said, I mean, that the, the, winning those games, even though they weren't playing anybody, but he. You know, he wins all those games it, earlier this year. It, it's high risk, high reward. Uh, I'm reading uh, Tony Dungy's book right oh, now. Yeah. He went and hired uh, Tomlin. He's the one who oh. went and hired him as a oh, coordinator okay. and made him because everybody's like, that's a terrible hire as a defensive coordinator. And, like, you know, it, well, they, it was unknown. He was like a coordinator for two years in college. He knew. 
Yeah, but he knew. Yeah, Mike right. Tomlin. So. Mike Tomlin went, yeah, he ain't no slouch. <laughs> Mike Tomlin's a man. Mike Tomlin, they asked him after they lost. You guys see that? He was in front of the media, and they asked him, well, what about your future next year, Coach? What are your feelings? He just balked out. Mm-mm. And then they re-signed him, right? He walked in the next press conference and said, I'm ready to take any contract questions you got. <laughs> <laughs> he played them like a cheap fiddle. Let's go, too. Or Nap Auto Parts text line. I love ladies uh, SEC women's basketball. It was a crazy night last night. We'll get to that in a minute. But you see the money these universities are losing on women's basketball in particular. Ole Miss and Mississippi State a combined $16 million loss. Um, and other sport, we saw those reports. Most of us did. I was curious about volleyball. I bet they're losing there a lot too, yeah. big time. Because yeah. look Almost at all their every, tournaments they're yeah. they're playing. They're going all over the the country. And I you mean, know what, Brian? I was also a, a little surprised or underwhelmed about the football profit. Yeah, it's it's not as much as you would think. No, it, it, especially with the the contracts and and things in place. But obviously, there's a lot of expense that goes into that as well. Uh-huh. So that the expense number is is something that's gone up. Um, I was surprised. You, you don't see this very often right now in the current climate that we're in. Auburn's doing a big stadium renovation for their football program. A lot of people's backed off of, you know, the asset part of it because they're focused more on the NIL and those type things and, and coaching hires and putting that investment in there. But, you know, some schools have got the resources, and Auburn's one of them. Hey, we're going to keep building our um, assets and – the capital improvements that they're doing is something you don't see very often. You said it perfect right there. The money is going elsewhere, and it's going to get worse with the conference alignment now. Folks are going across country. You know, what is UCLA having to go play Rutgers in volleyball or softball? They're about to be really in the hole. You know, it's crazy. Dynamite drop in. That is really point. good. And speaking yeah. of softball, you know, a lot of these schools around here, like I know Mississippi State and Ole Miss, I don't think they charge – for softball, and Ole Miss is building a $32 million state-of-the-art facility uh, at Ole Miss. So, I, I was more surprised at baseball. I thought that'd be more of a profit center. Yeah, because especially at Ole Miss, I think they're not like the 170,000. Yeah, just yeah, just under 170,000. So, if you if you look at the attendance there, season tickets and everything around that. Yeah, if Ole Miss is only doing that, what are some of these other programs? Oh, they're losing. I think I, way I, down. What about a, Vanderbilt? Yeah, I did a. Uh, I was MC to banquet last night, and the featured speaker was the head baseball coach at Memphis, and he was saying that we were talking about that, and I think there's five five college baseball programs in the country that actually made a dollar last year. All five in the SEC, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think the the majority. I know the number, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, probably. You would think. Yeah. All right. Some other news uh, quickly from last night. Boy, Dillard and the boys did a great job with the broadcast yeah, last yeah. night. On and we were thinking about it. the thing I was I was most uh, impressed with was Coach O went off last. Night. Coach O had a 15 point lead and pulled them girls off the floor and got up and did straight up Bob Knight on him. Man, I've never seen her that angry. And Dillard had close, uh, probably AI, yeah, right there, sure, right up. All oh, the emotion, it was great. Rebels did hang on to win because Florida rallied late, eighty-one seventy, the final dawn of the dead. This one I'm gonna call Coach Staley for South Carolina, dawn of the dead. You can't beat them, eighteen and zero. The only D one program, men or women, remains undefeated. And last night I saw LSU come out, score twenty four in the first quarter and I thought, oh my gosh i think they scored about 27 in the second half wow south carolina shuts them down yeah. observation the coach for lsu i believe this woman thinks she's reba <laughs> <laughs> she they they hit a three last night i've never seen this they hit a three she turns around to i, I don't know the student section the crowd and looked like a cheerleader doing this come on y'all come on y'all i mean mid-game Best team in the country. It seemed weird. Yeah. And they lost. And boy, were they upset. One of them's eyelashes fell out. They were crying. All right. Uh, <laughs> also, this morning, I got up. I, I, you know what? If you're bored at 3 in the morning, watch the DP World Tour on the Golf Channel. 
They've been there last couple of weeks in Dubai, and I think they moved. But these are the most stunning visual golf images you will see. It's awesome. Now, the Farmers continues, and we'll talk more about that in just a bit. And also coming up, Wesley Walls and his take on the NFC Championship game. He's played in a couple of those. Yeah, he has. Might want to ask him what that's about. Mm -hmm. And we'll be taking your questions for Wesley, so get them in, 331-2508. There's only one question that is banned on the text line. Anybody want to know what that is? For Wesley, you mean? Yeah, because every time we open the line for questions – some guy asked the same question. It's got something to do with Pontotoc and South Pontotoc. <laughs> oh, that. Or the I was, NIL. About, to, I was yes. about to bring that up. Oh. Yeah. It's always, what's the hardest you ever got hit? Oh, okay. Oh. You know, I mean, I guess uh, that's uh, – uh, and, and, Coach, you, you know, played and, – and I'm sure professional NFL guys, they go to a bar and some guy wants to know what's the hardest you've ever been hit. What is it? <laughs> you got an answer for that I question? I actually do. I remember playing uh, first game my second season at ICC. Um, it was actually the first first kickoff, kickoff return. And uh, I'm the, the middle fullback, and, and we're dropping back. Uh, it's a kind of a squib kick, and the guy that's on the wing gets right beside us. It's actually, Kennard Springer. Shout out oh, to Nettleton. Nettleton, um, yeah. yeah. You remember? I remember. Probably I remember, Tigers, I remember. Baby. Kennard, um, yes. Kennard, he's yes. a dog. And a dribbler right there, and it's right between me and Kennard, and we oh, don't no. know who's going to get it. <laughs> and he's go. he goes to get it, and I look up, and there's Jones' middle linebacker they got. I think mm. he goes on to play at UAB, and me and him collide, and we both clobber each other. And uh, I played the whole first half with a concussion. Don't remember the first half. Jeez. And uh, I end up in the uh, Jones County Hospital that, <laughs> later oh, on that night. I do remember that. Yes. Don't remember. I mean, it was, you know, two clean hits. It is what it is. All right, it Brian, was. you got one? You look like you've taken a few licks, my friend. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, for, <laughs> for me, it was um, my own teammate. Interesting. Yeah. He bent his face mask. It was it, it was my junior year right. of high school. Yeah, just didn't see each other. No, didn't see each other going for a punt block. Ooh, wow! Did you block the punt? No, no. Unfortunately, boy, <laughs> I mean, they got a kick out of that on the other side. Well, maybe it was a field goal. <laughs> All right, you're not gonna ask me. Yeah. Okay. You're next. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought you were looking down on the next one. This happened. I never played competitively, but I remember this recess. This happened in Wisconsin, by the way. Okay, recess, uh, like fourth or fifth grade or whatever, and I, of course, skinny as a rail, and a, the biggest guy in school laid me out. We were playing in recess. It was wintertime, so the ground was frozen. I went flying, landed on my back. Still think about it today with the back. Still injured. You need, so, to, you need so, to find so, that dude. So, yeah, that prevent right? you from playing football going forward. Yeah, or? I think that or the fact that I was yeah six five one sixty five. I don't think there's many positions. You, you know, could, you maybe know, punter. You know the guy's name? No, I don't remember the yeah, name, we'll but look, I remember he was a big dude though. We'll and look he him up. Lit me up. I think it was Paul. Paul Averill. Right, I don't Paul. know why it just came to yeah. Paul to He's and you know what? You're listening, Paul. He had dreams about Paul. He's a cop. He was a cop down in Miami. <laughs> I just can't. Oh man, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna provoke it. All kind of little. He's a cop. Cop, yeah, down in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Right. Never yeah. mind, Paul. Yeah, I'm okay, Paul. Yeah, I think about you with yeah. the back all the time. Hardest I ever got hit. I was. Yes. I was doing camera on the sideline of Fulton versus uh, Etiwamba versus Pontotoc over in ICC Stadium. Quarterback rolls out. I'm shooting from the sideline. He comes back oh. my way. He and two Pontotoc players hit me all the same time. Oh, what year is this? Dude, long time ago. Were you there? I'm probably not, but I could probably wonder what two players yeah. it was. It was big ones. They, that was always the scariest part, Camera was it not? went flying. You yeah. should see the video. We'll be back with Wesley. Is your business paying too much for its telephone system and services? Do you even know? ASI can show you how you can pay less using new technology with a system that will give you crystal clear calls. ASI will show you how you could be paying pennies on the dollar compared with your current system. Their offices and technicians are local. You can talk face-to-face in person. Now, isn't that better than what you have? ASI.ms.
America, built on big dreams, sweat and determination, and steel. And since 1981, the family at SNH Steel has provided its customers with steel products of all types, from the construction of new business and industry to keeping the farm up and running. SNH believes in the American worker and the American way. So let's get to work. Together, we're strong as ever. SNH Steel, 844-3710. Family owned and operated at 4353 Jeff Holman Boulevard in Tupelo. It's Bobby Bascom from Automedic. Bobby, when you say, we speak the language, what does that mean? Just that, Craig. We speak foreign imports language, specializing in BMW, Mercedes, Audi, Lexus, Porsche. You mean you speak BMW? Wieder sprechen Deutsch. Gesundheit! Translation, we speak German imports. And we're local, so there's no need to drive hours to your dealer. Automedic 3552, Jeff Homan Boulevard in Tupelo. Reach us at 844 844-937-9. For over 50 years, save on living room and bedroom groups from Ashley Lane and Homestretch, dining room furniture, accent pieces, certain mattresses, Whirlpool appliances, and more. Union Appliance and Furniture also has in-house financing, so financing is easy with great rates. Come in and experience Union Appliance and Furniture in historic downtown New Albany or online at unionappliance.com. The conversation continues. Text us your thoughts at 331-2508. That's 331-2508. Now, here's more with Craig and the guys on today's edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Been a long week, has it not, guys? What with the weather? <laughs> the thaw out? <laughs> Crazy. Kind of flood? Yeah. All sorts of stuff going on. Uh, we are so privileged. Uh, on occasion... Pretty regular basis, actually. Uh, the great Wesley Walls College Football Hall of Fame. Remember the Carolina Panthers Ring of Honor joining us. Give it up. What are y'all? Yeah, we got more than a splattering. He deserves more than that. I, I, I was a little underwhelmed by the round of applause for you, Wesley, but good morning. We, we're glad you're with us. Hey, I'm always glad to be with you guys, man. Good morning. Good seeing you. Talk, talking to you. Thanks for that picture. Uh, a big rig in there for Brian Rick and Will Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Man. yeah. Good. How about that? I, wa- I wanted to show you what you're up against today, my friend. And again, Wesley, we thank you. We have some uh, listeners that are going to be texting in a couple of questions. Hopefully, uh, Honor Nap Auto Parts text line. So if you have one for Wesley, while we have him, 331 2508. Uh, first, Wesley, your reaction to the Panthers hiring. Well, I was a little surprised. Uh, I really didn't know that that guy uh, down in Tampa, but uh, after I started reading about him, and um, he's he's done a great job. I think it's a great young hire for the future. Uh, and the thing that really sold me was Dan Morgan, who played here for a number of years, eight, nine, ten years, one of the best linebackers ever played, if you ask me. Uh, being hired as general managers, they've worked together. they got a good history out in Seattle for years together. So that's where that hire came from, that connection. So I, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm trusting Dan Morgan's judgment uh, on that decision, and I think it's a good one for the Panthers. Was, was Dan Morgan as tough as everybody said he was? Goodness gracious, I can tell you stories. Hey, he was like uh, – I, I had two years with him, and, and I was old. I mean, I was beat up, barely could get practice. And, and Dan had no other gear but full speed. Uh, and uh, I used to look over at the other side of the line of scrimmage and say, hey, Dan, take it easy, man. Take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right, we we appreciate you uh, checking in on the text line today. We have a lot of folks saying hello from Pontotoc. Wesley, thank you for coming on with us. Yeah. Uh, What are your thoughts, Wesley, on the sort of the coaching? We were asking in the first segment about what's up in your mind, with what's going on with Bill Belichick, who seems to, you know, still be out there looking for a gig? Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that as well. But I, I do believe there's a rule in the NFL, although there has been some hires, um, that, that, that there's a window, and he wants to coach. Um, I think he's 12 or 14 games setting the all-time win record. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm sure he's going to get a job. But he, he's pretty stubborn. One understand. I've never been around Bill Belichick other than watching from TV and maybe the Pro Bowl or something. Uh, but this, this guy, he is, he's a routine guy, it looks to me, and he's, he's old school a little bit. And, you know, it's a young man's game now. So 
I do think that he's still got some coaching left in him, and uh, he obviously is motivated by getting that record, uh, one of the best all-time records of NFL coaching history. So I'm a little surprised he hasn't been hired yet, but that, that I thought Atlanta was the right team for him, and, and of course they went a di- different direction, but it'd be interesting who he ends up with. Anybody? On on um on Bill <clears throat> is the is the age and energy is that something that you think these front offices are looking at Wesley is is, is that a, a concern do you think that's a concern is that even something that's necessary to coach in the league now Yeah that's a good point Brian I, honestly there's two things have changed the, the game the rules have changed right I mean these these offenses are able to do things uh, um, they could they run run after the catch. Uh, they're really game playing very well. They're young coaches, and the players the players are different than we were. The old school guys. I mean, Brian, Coach Belichick, man, he used to keep you on the practice field as long as he he needed. I mean, if it was two hour practice schedule, two hours, and he needed three. He would, I understand he would practice those guys all day long, and and it's just that kind of mentality is gone out of the league now. I mean, it's changed. Uh, these younger athletes, are they're used to days off. They're used to uh, one-a-day one practices instead of two-a-day practices. And, 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 and I don't think Coach Belichick would be offended if I said he was old school. He is. He's an old school coach. And the new brand of coaching, it, it's catching on in the NFL, and it already has in college. These young, energetic coaches, these new dynamic offenses or defenses uh, that are just – are just a new age. Yeah. Wesley, hey Wesley, this is Will. Long time no talk. Uh, just hearing your voice in my ear, I, I turned the clock all the way back. I don't know if you remember calling me at the station when you committed to Ole Miss. Um, you gave me a call, and I was like, "That was uh, that was a, a big scoop for me." And I always been a big fan of yours. That's for sure. Will Colmeyer, man, 40 years ago. That's unbelievable. That's bringing me back 40 years, and I hear your voice, too, Will. I'm glad, oh, I'm glad you're there today. Absolutely. <laughs> I that like it yesterday. Well, well, you, you guys are so old. I, <laughs> you know, and I got a couple questions, but first of all, I know you're at Ring of Honor and the, the, up there with Carolina, but uh, do you still have a special place? I mean, you finished your career with, with Green Bay for my beloved Packers. Do you still, when you watch a Packers game, I mean, did you feel a little sting last week with the 49ers, or do you still, um, I mean, how does that all figure out? In, uh, I know you're Panther and you play for some great teams, but how do the Packers hold up in that? Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I loved that game last week. I was really impressed by Green Bay. I didn't think they had a chance in that game, and and really they could have won that game. They they probably should have won that game. And that new quarterback, and and they're still the model to me for quarterbacks. Look what they did with Jordan Love. He sat behind Aaron Rodgers for years, um, and and Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for years, and and then of course uh, the uh, Brett was traded in from Atlanta, and and it just those young quarterbacks have time to watch the game, process it go through, live through their starting quarterback, practice every day, and they're just not thrown into the mix. But this day and age, they are with the big contracts and the shorter, basically shorter careers, if you ask me. They, but they make more money quicker. they got to get them on the field. But I was, I was so impressed with Green Bay, and I love the 49ers still. Those, those five years I had out there were a Super Bowl and just Hall of Fame players. Uh, and the locker room atmosphere we had there was a championship locker room. The coaches didn't have to motivate the San Francisco 49ers back in the day. That came from within. Guys like Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott especially. Uh, what a motivator. And, I imagine. And, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> Ronnie Lott, yeah. Would, yeah, he motivated everybody, I would imagine. We, we do. Um, Wes, we have a question from one of our, I thought this was a great question from our text line. Ask Wesley if he called Kerry Collins to brag after the Peach Bowl. Oh, absolutely. Kerry <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, was the honorary captain for the Penn State team, and, and I, I was invited for the Ole Miss team to be the honorary captain. I couldn't be at the game, unfortunately, with some other issues. But anyway, uh, so we had a little side bet, and um, they, somebody, Chris Mangum sent me a picture of Kerry out on the middle of the field over there. And I know Kerry's not listening, but – Kerry, uh, Kerry looked looked good, a little gray, a little gray, but he looked good over there, and uh, and 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 the, and the uh, rebels put it on him too. So I, I rubbed it in as much as I could via text. 
Yeah, I, I think he does listen, by the way. He's a big, <laughs> big fan of the show. Yeah. Kidding, of course. Go ahead, Coach. Hey, hey Wesley, this is Ty Harden, head coach at Tupelo High School. Actually, my, my mom and aunt went to high school with you. They were Ruthie and Catholic and Trulis back in the day, so that's that's a little tidbit right there. Um, but I got a question for you. Who, 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 what are you feeling this weekend about the NFL games? Who you got and, and why? Oh, man, I, when you, you said that I went to school with your mom and dad, I almost I blanked out on the rest of the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. No. I, I tell you, this, this, uh, uh, tell you, mom, dad, I said hello. And, uh, this weekend, I think the four best teams are in the playoffs or in the championship games. You got Detroit, underdog, going out to San Francisco, one of the most dynamic teams in the NFL. And the Ravens are tough. That quarterback's playing great. And, and, the, you know, you got the Chiefs coming in with all their stuff that they carry into a game with great players and, off the field stuff. It's uh, it's going to be fun to watch both those games. And and one of the things I like about it, coach, and I don't know how you use the tight end at Tupelo, but they're four of the best tight ends played in this game. You got George Kittle of San Francisco, that Laporte guy, the rookie from uh, Detroit, and of course Mark Andrews is going to play for Baltimore. I heard he's been missed for ten weeks, but he's going to come in and try to play here in the championship game. And of course Travis Kelsey, who who's uh, one of the best, if not the best, in the league. So it just tells you. The better tight ends you have, the farther you go into the playoffs. So uh, it's, it's, uh, that's what I, I'm always preaching for the tight ends. Uh, it's going to be a great game to watch. Well, Wesley, I think you're exactly right. I think you look at uh, every level, high school, college, NFL, the best teams, the best offenses use a tight end, use a H-back, use a fullback. It's a physical game. They're adapting back to a physical game, and that's a fantastic point. Hey, we got another question from the Tech Signer. Another good question. Did you, Wesley, play with Jim Miller ever at Ole Miss or at San Francisco? No, I'm not that old. I'm not that old. I'm I'm old. No. <laughs> Jim, Jim was a Ripley guy. Now, I just missed Jim. You know, he was a barefoot punter, and, and when I came into San Francisco, you can hear this accent. It, it was kind of – they thought I might be Jim Miller reincarnated when I got into the locker room over there with this, this North Mississippi accent, but – He's a great guy. I got to meet him after after he left the, the 49ers, and I see him around Ole Miss every once in a while. All right, a question from Shane and from our text line. says, I, this may embarrass you a little, Wesley. I remember Wesley passing his Super Bowl ring around back in the day at J.P.'s. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you better be glad I wasn't there that night. Well right there. <laughs> We'd call him that and say that. I still do it. I, I wear it during the playoffs, and I, w- I was on a duck hunt last weekend and had it. Somebody saw it, and before I knew it, the, half the restaurant had, had put it on their finger. I'm glad I got it back. Uh, that's the main thing. But, no, I'm I'm proud of that. That was my rookie year, and um, and, and especially living in Tupelo after I had that ring. You, 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 you're right. I, I wore it everywhere I went. JP's, I, I actually went there a couple times. Uh, hear you. Hey, this can all off, <laughs> off the rails, Wesley. But I mean, what are your thoughts on this Taylor Swift thing? Man, I don't know how he does it. I, that, that <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it's just hard enough to play football, and you know. And I thought he was doing a good job handling it the other day when Kelsey caught a touchdown. And he puts that love signal up for the box. <laughs> Man, dude, that's a whip puppy right there, my friend. <laughs> Uh, he sure is. He sure is. That's okay, though. I don't. I don't. I can't blame him for that. But uh, it's hard to balance all that and juggle all that. These games and these plays, they get bigger as further you go in the playoffs. Now, every play matters, and and uh, he's a big part of that offense. He's focused. But I would say this year, at times during this year, he had not been as focused as he had been before. So I'm sure he'll be ready for that game. But I don't know how he handles all that pressure. Well, the thing that I find. It frustrating. I think a lot of us do. Is it? It it may. It's a distraction for us from what we're tuning in for, right? And so I say, I say, blow it up full time reality show. Have them get married at halftime, right there at the yeah. as part of the show, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can I can see that. Theory. Yeah, I can yeah. see them sitting over a bowl of chunky soup last <laughs> night at dinner, <laughs> and him saying, "Let's do it, honey." <laughs> all, right, all right, yeah. All right, you got another question for Wesley? Hit us up. What about? I want to talk a little about Lamar Jackson because I think, obviously, the MVP favorite. I don't know that any of these defenses I've not seen because 
and I want your guys take your football guys. How do you how do you if you're D line attack Lamar Jackson? You get too deep, whoop, he takes a lane, right? I'll go. I'll go first. I mean, it's it's two ways you can go about it. You can pressure and try to keep him in that pocket somehow, or you you, you sit back. Uh, you either got to spy him if you sit back, or you, you have to figure out to keep him in that pocket because he's gonna make. If he gets out of that pocket, he's gonna make plays. Uh, so it's it's whatever that defensive philosophy uh, for that team is. Um, you got to hope it works. Yeah. Wesley, what are your thoughts on Lamar and how? This you know, this team can contain him. Yeah, he, he is. I I agree with Coach. I think uh, you know you need some sort of pressure on him or, or, and a spy because if you miss on the pressure, if you rush him and you miss, he's going he's gonna hurt you. And he's he's become a lot more accurate passer, and he, he's really on top of his game right now. Uh, I, I, if I were a defense, I would I would try to uh, put a spy on him every play. Someone and and then pressure him every once in a while, but drop back to I'd mix it all in there because I don't know you can't really can't confuse him, but I would keep him off off balance as much as I could during the game. And and on the flip side of that, Wesley, you know, for these guys that buy so much time, you run your route, but then you have to break off your route. How, how do you find those zones when chaos create? You know, the, the quarterbacks create the chaos, and your routes are done. Is is there a Philosophy, a theory that goes behind that of, of, of what you teach your wideouts and tight ends to do. Yeah, that, that's a great point because back in the day, man, we you, you stuck to the plan, you ran your route, and and there's always a, a, a plan if there's a breakdown in the coverage, the quarterback's out, you got somebody going deep, you got somebody coming across, and you got someone coming back to the quarterback. That's how you practice that. But these guys are really good at it. the Chiefs are too with Mahomes out and the, and the Ravens team too. When they when they break out of that pocket, these guys know where each other are. First of all, you got to know where your other receivers are because you don't want to run right where he's running. Um, and they just have a great feel of the defense. And and I, I think that a lot of tight ends like Kelsey played quarterback sometime in high school or quarterback. I mean in college. And when they get in the game, they think like a quarterback. So he's covered. He knows where the quarterback is. He know he sees him rolling. He goes right to the open zone, and, and they are really good. I don't I don't know how you stop it. Uh, I think you just contain it and, and tackle. That's the problem they're having in the NFL. If you ask me, when you finally when they they scramble and make a completion, the guy catches it and he runs through four or five people. Uh, I mean, we never had that luxury, man. We were we were knocked out soon. <laughs> tackle quickly. Well, I think y'all both made. What this game is, why it's most intriguing is because of that. Think about these defenses in minicamp and all offseason. They have prepared against that. So you've got two defenses that have seen their star quarterback. That's what they're used to every week. So that might help the defensive. There's something that they're used to seeing uh, because you, you know, when you practice good on good like that, that you. You getting what you get right there, and so that's that's a, I, I love that. Side. That's a great point, and you know, I just think Kansas City, they just figure out a way, like they did with Buffalo. This Mahomes cat is special, dude. He, he reminds me of Montana, Wesley, and it's he's going to get it done one way or the other. So, I, I, even though they're playing in Baltimore, I, I don't know the Chiefs. Mm. What's your thought on that game? Yeah, I, I like the Chiefs. I, I think uh, they're going to be able to put aside all the distractions and whatnot, and, and they've got, a, I think, a better quarterback. I hate, I know there's a lot of Lamar Jackson fans out there, but I think Mahomes is a better quarterback. And and I think they tackle a little better on defense. I, Baltimore's very physical on defense. They they really shut down those receivers. Uh, they hold. And, they, and they, in the playoffs, those referees don't call holding or pass interference like they do in the regular season. I mean, every play, every penalty is a big deal. Mm. And so they kind of hold that flag or swallow the flag is what I used to say. And that's going to be in Baltimore's favor. But that Mahomes, the way he scrambles and moves, those guys break loose and find those open zones, I think they're going to find a way to win the game. All right, short time left. Let's talk NFC. I just don't know. Detroit's kind of got a storybook thing, but San Francisco is pretty good. Yeah, uh, they, they've they got so many weapons. And if, if, if 19 Debo Sam, if he plays, uh, I don't see Detroit beating them. 
but who knows? I mean, you, you've got that, that Dan Campbell. What a story. I mean, the, how he's built that team over the years through the draft, and those players love him. You can tell the fans, too. I love him. I love to watch him coach on the sidelines. I love to, his his heart because he goes for two and he just believes in his players. That, that, time, that A lot of times that carries the team over a team that's maybe better than them, like San Francisco. So I'm pulling for Detroit. But I think the 49ers are going to win that. Pulling against his former Niners. Unbelievable. Where it all started. What a get. Ah, you heard it right <laughs> here. Lions. Uh, and uh, Have you guys ever seen high school video from McCaffrey? Oh, I thought you were going to say about Wesley Wall's high school footage. Yep. Well, I was just I was talking about it. <laughs> I, I guess I could. Yeah. <laughs> so grainy video. Yeah. Uh, now, McCaffrey's uh, – Google that if you got a minute today – McCaffrey's high school mm. videos. I don't know if I've ever seen a dude like that. Yeah, unbelievable. Wesley, we can't thank you enough, my friend. And we look forward to another visit with you, maybe around Super Bowl time, if that's okay. Man, I would love that. I, it's so good to catch up with you, Will, a little bit. Coach, yeah. nice to meet you. Brian, yes, I hope to see you soon over yes, at Ole Miss, Craig. Thank you, guys. Yes, Y'all sir. All right, Wesley Wall. Yes, one of my all-time favorites, Man, no the doubt. The guy, the yep. guy joining us for 30 minutes nearly. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Great I just like listening. I mean, it just my, my phone has just been lit up by mm. just people li- just enjoying yep. listening. Text line take. too. I'm amazed he hadn't blocked us yet, but he always responds. <laughs> he's not going to block. He you, loves Craig. that guy. Oh, he he's all about rig- some rigby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, see. We have a little time. I want to go with our man of steel. And I saw this on some site, and I didn't realize there are very few people who are the only person ever in MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL. To have done one thing and nobody else has. And that is one Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer, I didn't realize this. He is the only person in history to have been drafted, first pick, number one overall, from a team from his birth state, not Wisconsin, Mm -mm. and play 15 seasons plus for that team and reach the Hall of Fame. Is that crazy? That is crazy. Remarkable. That's the poster child for hometown boy. Mm-hmm. Joe Maurer, also a Head & Shoulders commercial star of the Head & Shoulders Dandruff commercials. Joe Maurer, Hall of Famer and Man of Steel. Brought to you by SNH. Stan and Jeff Holman. Go check them out for all your steel needs. Tell them we sent you. All right. All right let's go with uh, our history notes. Jump in the time machine. <clears throat> Well, Wesley threw us off the clock a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. The year was 1913. Jim Thorpe relinquished his 1912 Olympic medals for playing two seasons of semi-pro baseball before competing yeah. in the Olympics. First book report I ever did, Jim Thorpe. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Go Ni- 1960 high school basketball sensation Danny Heater. What a name. Scores yeah. 135 points. 135 for the Heater. It was, yep. I'm almost sure there was no three-pointers either. Nope. All right. Well, we're out of time. Has this been fun today, guys? It's been awesome. That's Man, yeah. we got the big game. Studio audience. Who you got? Too. All right. Niners, Ravens. I got Niners. I got Niners. Ravens. I got Niners. Got Chiefs. All right. The sprinkles have been laid. Have a glorious weekend. We'll see you all next week. Talk Mississippi Media Production.